Welcome to Easter Outspoken Long Reads in Luke. This is the second of a short series of five episodes focusing on Luke chapters 22 to 24. I'm Fiona Stewart. And I'm Neil Glover. And in this series of readings, we're going to be noticing some of the details in Luke's telling of the story, not so much to explain them, but to allow these stories to bring us into the last days of Jesus's life and having been brought there, that we would be changed. Let's listen to Luke 22, verses 39 to 71. Jesus went out as usual to the Mount of Olives and his disciples followed him. On reaching the place, he said to them, Pray that you will not fall into temptation. He withdrew about a stone's throw beyond them, knelt down and prayed, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me. Yet not my will, but yours be done. An angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him. And being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. When he rose from prayer and went back to the disciples, he found them asleep, exhausted from sorrow. Why are you sleeping? he asked them. Get up and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. While he was still speaking, a crowd came up. And the man who was called Judas, one of the twelve, was leading them. He approached Jesus to kiss him. But Jesus asked him, Judas, are you betraying the Son of Man with a kiss? When Jesus' followers saw what was going to happen, they said, Lord, should we strike with our swords? And one of them struck the servant of the high priest, cutting off his right ear. But Jesus answered, No more of this. And he touched the man's ear and healed him. Then Jesus said to the chief priests, the officers of the temple guard and the elders who had come for him, Am I leading a rebellion that you have come with swords and clubs? Every day I was with you in the temple courts and you did not lay a hand on me. But this is your hour when darkness reigns. Then, seizing him, they led him away and took him into the house of the high priest. Peter followed at a distance. And when some there had kindled a fire in the middle of the courtyard and had sat down together, Peter sat down with them. A servant girl saw him seated there in the firelight. She looked closely at him and said, This man was with him. But he denied it. Woman, I don't know him, he said. A little later, someone else saw him and said, You also are one of them. Man, I am not, Peter replied. About an hour later, another asserted, Certainly this fellow was with him, for he is a Galilean. Peter replied, Man, I don't know what you're talking about. Just as he was speaking, the rooster crowed. The Lord turned and looked straight at Peter. Then Peter remembered the word the Lord had spoken to him. Before the rooster crows today, you will disown me three times. 
and he went outside and wept bitterly. The men who were guarding Jesus began mocking and beating him. They blindfolded him and demanded, Prophesy, who hit you? And they said many other insulting things to him. At daybreak, the council of the elders of the people, both the chief priests and the teachers of the law, met together and Jesus was led before them. If you are the Messiah, they said, tell us. Jesus answered, If I tell you, you will not believe me. And if I asked you, you would not answer. But from now on, the Son of Man will be seated at the right hand of the mighty God. They all asked, Are you then the Son of God? He replied, You say that I am. Then they said, Why do we need any more testimony? We have heard it from his own lips. I think this is something that brings out the worst in us or shows the worst in us. You know, we're ex- exhaustion, tired, sorrow, there's there's violence, there's a false trial, the denial. That moment when Jesus looks at Peter and says, well, doesn't say anything, does he? He just looks. Uh-huh. It's it's all communicated in the look, isn't it? Oh. And, and we we know, we, we don't need that explained by Luke. Yeah. What's yeah. going on we, yeah. we know because it's deeply human isn't it that experience of yeah yeah being the thing i think this whole passage is like the eyes of someone better than us looking at us and we can't hide anymore yeah yes and also though even you know when you when you started with that list of things there of what's going on the chaos of all that Mm. we see some of that in in jesus himself though i i I don't mean Mm. the I don't mean the falling to temptation, but yeah. you know the, the the wrestling that he's doing in in that moment of prayer, yeah, it, which is holding that tension thing again that we uh-huh. talked about. That he, I, w- he, I want to hear this. I want this to sound the right way. I, I'm so glad that Jesus prayed that prayer. Mm-hmm. There's or, or that we got to see it. It's one of the most. I don't know. It, there's something about it for me that points to the tensions that were within me and you think even Jesus had that. Yeah. So so it asks, where am I torn? Where am I saying, God, take this thing away from me, but not my will, but yours, the surrender of the will. And the reality of the choice. Mm -hmm. So it speaks to me of the fact that there was a genuine choice made by Jesus. It wasn't Mm -hmm. an inevitable conclusion. Yeah. Yeah. And if it was a genuine choice, then there's always a risk as well. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's not to deny, it's to hold intention that God's got all this, that, that bit at the end. Now you'll see the, the Son of Man on the throne. For me, that's the that's the the moment that Jesus wants us to, to head towards here. Mm-hmm. Yes, that 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 the, though the darkness reigns, and he says mm. that, doesn't he? That darkness reigns. Mm-hmm. That there is there is light. There is still hope in in that. And I was struck by that listening um, about Peter as well. Mm. So in the denial moment, I, I jotted down the question: Does he? Does Peter remember and take comfort in the fact that Jesus has said to him, "But you will, you will 
strengthen the brothers. Yeah. When you when you turn back, you know, is there in the midst of that moment of utter devastation that he's yeah. let him down? Is there a is there a flicker of hope that says, "But what did he say to me at the table?" Yeah. So as we listen to this a second time, what what are we what are we listening for? What are we noticing? I would I would want to listen for light and darkness. They're not mentioned, but they're there. Mm-hmm. What about you? I think the worst of things coming out, the denials, the betrayals, and yet the fact that he is still reigning, even bold enough to say he's doing it now at the end. But first we've got to allow this passage to look at us intently and we cannot hide. Jesus went out as usual to the Mount of Olives, and his disciples followed him. On reaching the place, he said to them, Pray that you will not fall into temptation. He withdrew about a stone's throw beyond them, knelt down and prayed, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me. Yet not my will, but yours be done. An angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him. And being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. When he rose from prayer and went back to the disciples, he found them asleep, exhausted from sorrow. Why are you sleeping? he asked them. Get up and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. While he was still speaking, a crowd came up, and the man who was called Judas, one of the twelve, was leading them. He approached Jesus to kiss him, but Jesus asked him, Judas, are you betraying the Son of Man with a kiss? When Jesus' followers saw what was going to happen, they said, Lord, should we strike with our swords? And one of them struck the servant of the high priest, cutting off his right ear. But Jesus answered, No more of this. And he touched the man's ear and healed him. Then Jesus said to the chief priests, the officers of the temple guard and the elders who had come for him, Am I leading a rebellion that you have come with swords and clubs? Every day I was with you in the temple courts and you did not lay a hand on me. But this is your hour when darkness reigns. Then, seizing him, they led him away and took him into the house of the high priest. Peter followed at a distance. And when some there had kindled a fire in the middle of the courtyard and had sat down together, Peter sat down with them. A servant girl saw him seated there in the firelight. She looked closely at him and said, This man was with him. But he denied it. Woman, I don't know him, he said. A little later, someone else saw him and said, You also are one of them. Man, I am not, Peter replied. About an hour later, another asserted, Certainly this fellow was with him, for he is a Galilean. Peter replied, Man, I don't know what you're talking about. Just as he was speaking, the rooster crowed. 
the Lord turned and looked straight at Peter. Then Peter remembered the word the Lord had spoken to him. Before the rooster crows today, you will disown me three times. And he went outside and wept bitterly. The men who were guarding Jesus began mocking and beating him. They blindfolded him and demanded, Prophesy, who hit you? And they said many other insulting things to him. At daybreak, the council of the elders of the people, both the chief priests and the teachers of the law, met together and Jesus was led before them. If you are the Messiah, they said, tell us. Jesus answered, If I tell you, you will not believe me, and if I asked you, you would not answer. But from now on, the Son of Man will be seated at the right hand of the mighty God. They all asked, Are you then the Son of God? He replied, You say that I am. Then they said, Why do we need any more testimony? We have heard it. From his own lips. Father, we thank you for mystery. Show us how to sit in mystery, to understand, but also to wonder. God, teach us in the midst of darkness to see light. Help us to wrestle with um, what is difficult as we look and see the reality of our own betrayal and our own uh, temptations, but to trust that your gaze is a gaze of grace and a gaze that uh, leads towards the fulfilment of your purposes. Amen. Amen. Tomorrow we will be reading Luke chapter 23, verses 1 to 25. 